Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's up, everybody? We are back. Oh, man, 2018, Pete. We're back. <laughs> you couldn't wait to get that off. It's another episode of the Victor Cruz Show, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. 2018 is here. It is upon us, and it's cold as hell outside. Hey, like I told you before we got on the air, New Year, same me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fed up with the New Year, new me shit on social. Yeah, but the one me my love is uh, January 1st, New Year, New Me. January 3rd, back to my bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most amazing meme ever of all time. But uh, New Year's Eve just passed. Yes, yes. Uh, you got any resolutions, P, or anything you want to? You know what? I don't really do resolutions, man. I- I'll tell you what I do. Here we go. Now I'm a, no, I'm going I'm to keep it a buck. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what I do every year. Every year I write no more than five things. Three to five things that I'm going to focus on for the upcoming year. They're not resolutions. It's not like lose weight. Like I do that resolution every week. Gotcha. Right? I clearly failed that one. <laughs> um, but it's more like I'm going to focus on this piece of business. I'm going to create this. I'm going to, you know. So for me, I don't know if I call those resolutions. I just have areas of focus. Okay. And I literally, I encourage people. I write them out. I put them on a piece of paper and I have them somewhere that's visible. It's on my desk. Um. So I don't know if those classify as I think they do resolutions. I think resolutions are just some form of self reflection okay. on what you went through the year before and the things that are maybe that you lack to give attention to or you don't give it as much energy as you would in the past that you need to give more energy. So you want to put more of a concerned effort on those things. I'm gonna drink less then. Okay, good luck with that. <laughs> no, let me let me know how that goes for you, dog. As I take a sip. Yeah, and, and he's on antibiotics. Yo, by too. the way, man, I'm on antibiotics. I want to tell you guys, man, be careful who you call friends. Because <laughs> I tell this guy, Vic, first of all, our producer, Paul, who's amazing. Shout out to Paul. He's like, hey, no, that's a lie, because I asked him if we had 1942, because someone here wanted a beverage that will remain nameless. Of course. It wasn't me. Vic asked me, yeah, let's do some 1942. And I say I can't because I'm on antibiotics because I had a wisdom tooth pulled. Yep. Those were your exact words. What was your answer? Not me. (laughs) (laughs) Not me. So we're having 1942. So if anything happens to me. You know where to go. Tell them I gave them hell. (laughs) Yo, but it was a big weekend in football. Yes. Get right into it. Yes. Yes. Wild card weekend. Let me just give you the rundown of who won and who lost. Titans beat the Chiefs 22-21 in an exciting finish. Titans beat the Chiefs. Okay. Falcons beat the Rams 26-13 in kind of an up and down game, but it was a good one to watch. Okay. Bills uh, lost to the Jaguars 10-3. This was a gut-wrencher. 10-3? I wanted nothing to do with this game. Oh, my God. After a while, it was ugly. Plus... My boy Tyrod Taylor, friend of the show, obviously yep, yep. he had a Been bad show, concussion. Yeah. Oh, really? In the game, yeah, he got slammed really awkwardly by Eesh. Dexter Fowler, um, and he literally hit his head so hard he was, he was stiff for a minute. So T two. Oh wow. Uh, we wish you a speedy recovery, man, yeah, and and, uh, and we wish you the best in the off season. We'll 
We'll see him soon. We'll have him on the show live or something. We got to do that. I think it's so two things. One, I haven't really watched any football. Definitely not a, a full football game since like week four. Okay. Um, I've kind of just been over it. You know, obviously I'm a Giants fan. It's been a rough year yeah, for the just NFL. Been tough. Just the it's energy. Just been, uh, We've talked about it before yeah. too. It's just like, hey, you watch any games? I was like, well, I skimmed a couple. Yeah, like if like, I'm home, I'll catch yeah, it. But yeah, but it's not appointment You're viewing. Not excited. No. About no. it. And the last game of the weekend, Saints beat the Panthers 31-26 in an exciting game. I did see in the office today we had the TV on you saw all those highlights channel. and all that. Cam got hurt? Cam got hurt. Because that I was guess. like, should he have played again or something? So, so Cam got hurt and they brought him through the concussion protocol. But he referenced later in the uh, press conference after the, he came back into the game, by the way. Okay. But he said later that his helmet just kind of came down on his eye. So it was more the eye than It was like more a, that, you know, as opposed to an actual concussion. So that's what the talk was. Uh, have you that. ever been in concussion protocol? Absolutely. What goes on in that little tent? So that, <laughs> that little tent, they basically run through a series of questions and tests. What's today? Okay. Follow my finger, pause. Okay. Um, do you know where you are? What's the name of the stadium? What's the opposing team? Like, they go through these questions for you to be like, okay. Okay, he's with to us. To gauge, gotcha. you know, how you are. Um, and then after that, they either decide whether they put you back in the game or they bring you to the back. You know what I normally call that tent? You're mm-hmm. fucked. <laughs> yeah. Once you go in that tent, you're in trouble. And the worst part about the tent, right, it's never, it's never done. It's like always like... Oh, someone's about to go in the tent. Yeah. All right, let's put. The, yeah, let's like adjust bat. it. Let's put, let's put it together yeah, now. It's all bad. Why and can't the tent just be up? Can we get a, a already <laughs> put together tent, please? Can someone put the tent Yo, together. hundred percent. It's got four legs, one yeah, shorter than the other low. three. Cam it's, hit his head on the way in. Like he's already hurt his head. Like, the, like the good news is Cam does not have a concussion. The bad news is he poked his eye out on one of the tent legs. <laughs> exactly. It's all bad. Exactly. It's all bad. So I think everybody's seen those games. They've seen the outcomes of those games. I want to talk about next week. I want to talk about Saturday. Okay, let me ask you this. So, because I didn't watch a lot of football, okay. a, who were the, uh, who were you impressed by? Whether it's team or individual performance, who were you impressed by? I this was week? impressed. Um, I was impressed by Marcus Mariota. Okay, someone told me he took a devastating hit. He took a crazy hit. Yeah, okay. but came back strong and finished the game and. A lot of the things that were done to bring yo, they were down twenty points in the third quarter. And came back wow. and scored, what, 17 or 18, what's that, 19 unanswered points? Wow. 18 unanswered points yep. in the second half? Okay. To win, you know what I mean? Like, against the Kansas City Chiefs, like, that's a that's a big deal for me. I'm not sure if it's, like, a good sign of how loyal a dude I am or, or like, a sad sign of, like, how bad the Giants are that I want Jacksonville to win because of Coach Coughlin. I do, too. Right? 1,000%. Okay. Okay. 1,000%. I'm definitely there. It's, not and were, it's funny you say that. At, uh, the commentators, when the game was ending and it was clear that Jacksonville was going to win, they said somewhere Tom Coughlin is smiling and he's letting these kids have uh, not have a curfew tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and that curfew shit is real for, for Coach oh, Coughlin, right? Oh, it's absolutely real. Oh, by the way, all those clocks are set five minutes fast in there. Oh, you were sure. telling me if, if a meeting's at 8 and you show up at 8, you're late. You're late. You gotta be at seven fifty-five. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So, so, so let me tell you. Let me tell you the names of the teams or the matchups that are happening okay. on Saturday. Okay. Talk to me. We got Falcons, Eagles. Falcons, Eagles. Okay. We got Titans, Patriots. Titans, Patriots. We got Jaguars, Steelers. And okay. lastly, on Saturday, we have Saints, Vikings. It's actually some good games. Some good games right there. Oh, some good games. We literally waited 17 weeks to get to these four games that are probably 
one of the best weekends of, of football that we've had all year long. Also, and it's just football. You which, know what I mean? Which are probably also the games we could have said week four that were going to happen. This 1,000%. Week, right? I may not have had the Jaguars in there, to okay. be honest. Yeah, fair. Um, but everybody else you kind of saw, and, and and the Titans you kind of saw early on, even though they kind of went through their ups and downs as the season went on. But I'm excited for my, my game of the week, if I will, if I may, Saints-Vikings. Saints-Vikings. Drew Brees. Drew Brees, uh, Case Keenum, Stephon Diggs, wide receiver for the Vikings, Andrew Thalen, wide receiver for the Vikings. Obviously, the Saints have a plethora of receiving options over mm-hmm. there. Um, that's going to be a fun game. And if anybody's betting on that game, take the over. They're going to score some points, fam. Yeah, I can up. guarantee you that. I'm taking the Saints in that. You like that? You like you like Drew Brees' experience? Yeah. I see where you're yeah. going. With He's that. also the only player I know on either one of those rosters. So I'm going to go. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Got gonna, it. I'm going to go with Drew Brees. He might be the oldest player on both of those rosters combined. I think you just called me old, but we'll move on to the next uh, game. We're okay. moving on. Okay. Yeah. Who moving, do you got? Who do you have that? Who do you have that? Um, my game of the week. Okay. My game of the week, Saints Vikings. I, I have Saints. Have I have Saints, Saints okay. too. Okay. It's gonna be close though. But I think Drew Brees' experience, he kind of, you know, he'll have the last laugh there. But Falcons-Eagles is going to be a good one, too. Falcons-Eagles. Even without Carson Wentz, I understand. I could never go Eagles just to want to. No, no, no. Falcons are definitely Falcons, you got Falcons. Yeah, yeah, 1,000%. Okay. I think Julio is going to. Julio's a monster. He's a monster. And they're going to give him the ball more than what they already did this past game. Okay. What's the next matchup? What's the next games after that? I mean, those are the four. Those are the four. So, Saints. We have the Saints over Minnesota. Saints, o- Saints over the Vikings. We have the Falcons over the Eagles. Falcons over the Eagles. Titans, Patriots. You're Titans, not going against TB12, are you? Nah, I'm going to go. We're going to get into that. Even with all that turmoil. We're going to get into that in a second. Even with let's, all that storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's save that. Okay. What's the other game? The other game is Jacksonville, Pittsburgh. Jacksonville, Pittsburgh. By the way, let me preface this by saying I FaceTimed Sean Brown oh, the other boy. day, man, and oh, he boy. had on his Pittsburgh Steeler hoodie, and I was, I was sickened. Because he's such a fan of this team, win, lose, or draw. He is. And I respect it. But it's just like, bro, do you have to wear your hoodie? I know it's game day. He but, is. like, come on, B. Who do you, I mean, that said, I think I got to go with Pittsburgh. I think I got to go with right. Pittsburgh, too. It, it, but you do realize that Jacksonville beat them in ugly fashion. They do you did. remember this? They did. Put the beat down on them. I will say this, though. It's not going to be easy defensively. Listen, one of the reasons why I Pittsburgh. love the NBA so much mm-hmm. is because – even if you have a terrible game, you can still enjoy a matchup. Come right back. Yep. You can yep. enjoy a matchup, right? You're like, no one cares about the Sixers, Cleveland in January, but I want to see what young Ben Simmons is going to do against LeBron, right? Exactly. That's how I kind of feel about this Jacksonville-Pittsburgh game. Okay. Jalen Ramsey, mm-hmm. who might be the best corner in the NFL. Going up against? Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. It's the SEC. The, <laughs> Division one football. Hell, you pledged, didn't you? Heck, you pledged, didn't you? Yo, that's the all-time funniest skit ever. He said, that's why I don't read the news. It's garbage. And the editor that wrote the thing, he's garbage. You got to tell him where we got that from, man. We've been saying it all week. Yo, if anybody <laughs> listens to Drake's Draft Day record, man, <laughs> please end. listen all the way through to the end where my man Obi O'Brien just does the, the most amazing skit at the end of this thing. He said, I got cats on my back about <laughs> scheduling. <laughs> saying it's too <laughs> tough. <laughs> 
Oh, we can go it's all day on that. Division one football. He said it's the SEC. <laughs> you pledged, didn't you? And at the end, he just whispers, "Go play in the murals, brother." <laughs> oh man, that was that was great. So, so let me ask you this: Who do you have? Uh huh. And forget the game for a second. Who do you have in that matchup? In the matchup between Jalen Ramsey and Antonio Brown? Yeah. I, I'm a receiver at heart. You gotta go receiver? And I always feel like the receivers will always have the upper hand because we know where we're going, we know when we're gonna stop, and we know when the ball's in the air before the defensive back. With that being said, Jalen Ramsey is maybe a foot taller than, than Antonio He's a Brown. His arms are wild long. I'll tell you this. I don't know if you know I don't this. know, man. We know, we know he's a friend of the family. We know his manager. And I had the pleasure uh, maybe two months ago or so. Um, actually, it was before the season started, so it was longer than that. Um, we had dinner with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we were talking just football. We were just talking, hey, toughest, you know, Quarterback to play against, blah, 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 blah. And we asked him, of course, who's the toughest to go against receivers? And I won't say what his answer was, but we asked him about A-B specifically. Okay. And his answer shocked me. Really? I would have thought when you ask a DB about going up with a specific wideout that he'll say, oh, he's super fast mm-hmm. or he's super physical or um, you know, he runs perfect routes or whatever the case may be. He said, I'm going to pause this, he said he had the best hands he'd ever gone against, but it's not hands how you'd think. It's not catching the ball. His hands. Hands the line of, of scrimmage. I've never heard that before. Yeah, 1,000%. Explain to people what, what they So when they it. say that, let's say when you're being pressed okay. and, you know, when you're being pressed at the line of scrimmage, as soon as that ball snapped, that defender is trying to get his hand on you. He, either one hand punch. To jam you? Or? To jam you, exactly. Okay. To try to knock off the timing of whatever route that you're on. Okay. So it's, he's either going to put two hands on you, a one-hand jab, or you know an inside hand or outside hand, whatever the case may be. He's saying he has good hands because when, he, when that hand does shoot, A.B. does a good job of anticipating where it's going to happen and knocking it down with his hands. And not only knocking it down... But knocking it down at the same time as he's going full speed around you. You know what I'm saying? So he's knocking your hand down and he's moving. He's doing it all simultaneously because mm. he's literally that fast and that quick to do so. I'm going to go a step further. The mm-hmm. man said. <laughs> now, let's take this with a Jalen Ramsey is a he's an interesting cat. No, too, he is. Now. He's a young cat, too. He's very, young very dude, sure himself. And, yep, right? yep, yep. But that's what shocked me. He was giving A.B. such props. He said A.B. took his glove off. Think about that for a second. Okay. He went to jam or punch A.B. at the line, and A.B.'s hands were so quick, he took Jalen's glove off. He ripped his glove off. Yes, like in like hand-to-hand gotcha, combat. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He said he'd never seen that. He goes, in all my years playing, he took my glove off. That's crazy. So he was like, I was like, that's all I need to know. I didn't even know that yeah. was really a thing. <laughs> so he's like, yo, his hands at the line of scrimmage. The point yeah, of he works on that. He so works that was, on that heavily. I, I didn't know that was a thing. That's the first time I ever heard that. But you yeah. clearly obviously have. And we work on that in the, you know, in practice, on your own. You work okay. on those moves. On that's those a big moves. thing. And it's huge. It's a huge thing. Okay. So you didn't tell me. So you, you, you're always going to go offense. You're a wide out. You're yeah, gonna so go. I'm going to go A-B. But it's... It's going to be fun to watch, man, because okay. you know they're going to get into it. You know Jalen's going to try to get under his skin. Yep, you course. know how that goes. Of so course. Of course. We'll see. Okay. Patriots. What do you think of that matchup? Um, I like the Patriots. I just, I mean, for no for no more reason than Tom Brady yeah. and that defense and that and the playmaking ability of all those weapons that he has that we can only name just Gronk on the offense pretty much. And, you know, 
he's the only notable. No disrespect to anybody else. Obviously, they got some studs over there. Yep. Um, but Tom Brady just manages to get it done no matter what. So speaking of Tom Brady and the New England mm-hmm. Patriots, defending champs, mm-hmm. um, a little bit of like an atomic bomb in the NFL. At the worst time, too. Right? Playoffs. Right? It literally, an article came out saying, basically like there's, there's cracks, there's chinks in the armor mm-hmm. of the Patriots. It wouldn't be shocking, in my opinion, when I saw because we were actually, we saw it together. We were actually, someone sent us the article. Yep. It wouldn't be shocking to me if someone was like, hey, name any other organization. Mm-hmm. This article came out. The coach isn't getting along with the quarterback. The owner, like, ah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's, it's sports. We get it. Anybody but the Patriots. Not them. Because they have that unified front, like, yes and no at press conferences, mm-hmm. stone face. Mm-hmm. Yo, Bill Belichick has gotten worse no, over like, the like, years. Like, these it's, it's disrespectful. It's almost disrespectful. It's disrespectful. 1,000%. Like, he gets offended when you ask him questions. He's just like, you know, you just traded for Jacoby Brissett. What are you guys going to do with those picks? They're going to practice and we're going to see how we can evaluate them. We're playing the Jets. I don't understand what to do with this <laughs> yeah, question. Yeah, I saw that. We're playing the New York Jets. Like we're playing the Jets. We have, we have a lot of ex-players that played on other teams. It's football. Wow, yo. And he's so stoic with it, too. He don't you care. You almost feel bad about asking a question. Yeah, you, you could tell. The reporters are like, well, Bill. <laughs> like, so, so tell the people the gist of what the article said. So the gist of what the article said is basically that. It was an that, ESPN article. It wasn't ESPN some article. Mickey Mouse. We're not, yeah, right. we're not making this up. Right. Um... Apparently, there have been numerous heated arguments between the three, between Bob Kraft and Bill Belichick and Tom Brady o- over the course of time. And here's the thing, what's to be noted, not to cut you off, Vic, not mm-hmm. like in the heat of battle during the game, we're talking about like No, this is like front office yes. or something, yes. you know, they're having meetings yes. and things are getting heated. Yep. I don't know what they're getting heated about, what they're speaking of, but things are getting heated. Yep. And... Along the lines of this storyline between these things getting heated led to the exit of Jacoby Brissett, one of the backup quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Also led to the exit of Jimmy Garoppolo. Who, by the way, was balling in San was, Francisco. Is ba- was balling. Yeah. The season just ended, yep. but five he went 5-0. Right? Yeah. Like, yep. Which, by the way, you have a 40-year-old quarterback. He's not Superman. You know, father times, mm. you know. At some point, right? he's going to catch up to him. Which is fine, and that may be another two, three, four years. Who knows? But you give up. The backup quarterback who exactly. clearly looks like he's going to be a, a stud. stud. And they knew that. Right. They okay. knew that. They didn't draft him for no reason. So that's one of the main, the article, that's one of the main, that's one of the main sticking points. Or exactly. Yep. That's one of the main points about the okay. article is them saying on how Tom Brady wanted to maneuver and go through and they were having heated arguments mm-hmm. and they weren't getting along. And this could be the end of those three being together. We know Bob Kraft isn't going anywhere. Right. Obviously. Yeah, too much paper, man. It's paper's Way long. too much paper. Long, Any long. cat who has Super Bowl rings as as uh as cufflinks. Yeah. <laughs> come on, B. And then um so who go like if someone does go, who goes? Bill? Well, let me ask Tom? you this. Let me ask you this. Her Bill wants to go to the Giants. Yeah, let me ask you this. If you're Mr. Kraft, okay. And you have to make that decision. Mm. You're getting rid of Phil Jackson or you're getting rid of 35-year-old Colby? You're getting rid of Bill or you're getting rid of Tom? One has to go. What are you doing as an Um, I have to obviously have a sit-down with both of them. Okay. Not to tell them I'm letting them go, but to just gauge how they feel and how this thing is going and whatnot. But if you're forcing me to make a decision today, I am going to let Tom Brady go. Wow. He's Mm -hmm. the greatest quarterback to ever play the game, Yes, but the longevity in his career and – He's, there's also one of the best coach yeah, to put, yeah, ever coach yeah, too yeah, now. I agree. 
So I think the longevity that or whatever's left in Bill's career is longer wow. than what Tom Brady has left it's in tough, his career. Man, it's tough. Trust me, I'm fully aware. How it's tough. It. And and I say that without. I'm still like indecisive. I'm right, just saying right. that. No, you got to make. A decision. You know what I mean? I got to yep. make a choice. Yep. I mean, let me ask you this. Without specifics, having played professional sports for damn near a decade, um, it's normal for coaches and players in front office to not see eye to eye and get along. Yes, right? yes. It is also not very normal for your quarterback to be in those meetings with the front office, too. <laughs> That's not normal. That's true. Okay. Y'all no, heard a report. I don't even know how true this is, but it was in that article. I heard a report that TB12 didn't even want Jimmy Garoppolo in the in his facility. I, I did read that. I heard he got locked out. Locked out. Like if you see, they that probably, was at the door. They have his face. But here's the difference, though. Here's the difference. It's That's one crazy. thing. It's one thing for me to go to the VC80 facility, try to go, and I can't get an appointment or something. Yeah. It's another thing for me to be at the facility. Yeah. The article said he was knocking on the door, and was locked <laughs> out. Can, can you picture that that visual for a second? <laughs> That's hey crazy. guys. Guys, it's uh, me. It, it's Jimmy. It's me, Jimmy. It's Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. It's JG. What? I was just here a week ago. <laughs> I was just here. It's the SCC. <laughs> no way, yo. No oh, way. Oh, man. No way. No way. How do you think, if you're a betting man, how do you think this ends? I don't think it ends well. Wow. I think after this year. I, 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 oh, let, now, me ask you, now, let me ask you this. Hold up. Let me, and I, think I know this where, where you're going. going. Yep. Does the outcome. Yes. Impact how this ends. One thousand percent. Super Bowls heal all. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowls okay. heal all, okay. sir. Yep. Okay. So you think if they win, it'll get figured out? I think if they win, they have to figure it out. But with that being said, Bill Belichick, we will gladly take you in New York oh City. Oh my God. We would love you to be in red, white, and blue. The real, the real red, white, and blue. He's from that Parcells school. The real red, white, and blue. Can you can you imagine him? I mean, listen, from a football standpoint, I would love him here in New York. Can you imagine him just with the New York media? Oh, God. They would hate him. <laughs> I would if they love didn't him. like TC. I would love him. I mean, I think they love TC because he was about his business and they knew how to come. They knew how to get to T, how to talk to TC. TC might as well be Dave Chappelle compared to, <laughs> to Belichick. Bill, wow. wow, that New York media is going to come tiptoeing in there. They're not going to know what to expect. I can't picture Tom Brady in another uniform, though, man. Yeah, it's tough. It's different. I can't. It's different. Well, it'll be interesting to see, man. It'll definitely be interesting to see. So keep keep keeping it football. Okay. Um, a guy that I'm not sure if you played with. I did. Eli Apple. I played with him. You know what? I'm kind of willing. I'm kind of ready to chalk this up under just terrible season, terrible management. Ter just everything's just bad. It's yeah. like a black cloud. Yeah. <clears throat> I saw something this season. Before we get to what we're actually going to talk about, I saw something this season that I had never seen. Maybe in all of sports. I'd never seen a teammate call out a current teammate. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'd never seen a teammate call out a current teammate the way Collins yep. called him a cancer. Yeah, I was shocked by right? that personally and, and, too. And before, cause look, even if he is, it's not the point that he is or he isn't. It's the fact that he said it. A thousand percent. Right? And for me, I look at things from a little bit of a different lens. It was less about whether Apple is a cancer or not. It was about, it let me know that the powers that be had lost control. control. Yep. That would never happen with Coach Coffin there. Ever. Like, maybe the kid is a cancer, maybe he isn't, but that would never, that stays in the locker. That would never happen. Yep. 
to see that, to see players suspended, to see all that, I was just like, wait a minute. I'm sure the kid has some fault in it, as everyone does. There's two sides to every story. But to see that, it let me know, like, okay, something's not right here. Exactly. Um, but then he was in the news, well, at least social media mm-hmm. recently. Um, him and uh, Odell had a little bit of an exchange. Did yeah, you see I got it? right here. So okay. Eli t- uh, tweets, I'd rather be hated than. But after, by the way, this is after a series of replies <laughs> to people that were throwing shade on, on, at him via Twitter. So he's going back and forth with, with Twitter trolls, basically. Basically. Okay. Like just people that are just trolling them or saying things, and then he's replying to them. I don't know if it's the 42 or the studio, but look, I'm boiling look, it. Look, caliente, papi. Yeah. It's hot Woo. in here. So Eli Apple tweets, I'd rather be hated than loved because the love was always fake. Keep the, Keep that hate coming, though, y'all. Y'all going to see the real me this year. An emoji with the zipper on the mouth and then another devil, devil, purple devil emoji. Eli Apple tweeted that. Eli Apple tweeted that. Okay. Odell Beckham Jr. replies, bro, I know it feels good to tell these people off. Trust me, I would love nothing more than to do the same. But don't waste your time on these people. Half the people don't even don't even have real accounts. Stop, bro. You better than that. You weren't and I wasn't good enough this year. I'll say this. I never thought in my life I'd see Odell Beckham mm-hmm. play Big Brother mm-hmm. and defuse something. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you before we my boy's turning over a new leaf, <laughs> man. Shout You're like out the to proud my boy. Big Bro, right? Yeah, Probably going to see him with a tear to your eye. One thousand percent. Let me ask you this. Obviously, I can understand where Eli's coming from, right? Eli Apple. Um, and to his credit, it's really hard not to not to fight where, back. That's where I was going with Twitter, it, right? And I can because understand. people just get so slandered. And I've been there. I've responded to, and I've and I've said things, you know. And when, I've hit you like, "Hey, maybe yeah, we shouldn't let's, uh, let's not do that." <laughs> right, but in right, that right. moment, you just want right. to get one. You right. want yeah. one person yeah. to be trolled and to feel a certain yeah. way. And it's funny because when you hit that one person back about how you feel or whatever the case may be. Then the love comes. Mm-hmm. Then the tweets come about, yo, you don't need that, Vic. Keep doing you. Keep balling. He, you got to realize who these people are, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, and then you feel like crap afterwards because you're like, yep. I shouldn't yeah, even respond to this. Why, why did I do that? Yeah, it made me feel good for 30 seconds. Yep. Now I look crazy responding to this no name, you know? Here's what I constantly remind people of. I constantly remind people. I'm wondering why I can't hear you that well. My yeah. headphones are yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's be professional 1942. Here. We're professionals. <laughs> um, it's hot. I can't, yeah, I think it's the 42. Got to be the 42. Um, I constantly remind people when they hit me and they're like, yo, why?" whether it's someone I'm affiliated with or just an athlete in general, they're like, why would this athlete do that? Why would they say this? Why would they post this? And I think people genuinely forget that athletes are people. Yes, we are. I don't like when someone trolls me. I don't like when someone says something, you know, negative about me. It's difficult for me when I see people I care about, whether it be you, whether it be LeBron, whether it be anyone I care about, and people talk negative about them. Mm-hmm. That shit kills me. I hate it too. So it's me. So I can only imagine, and it's not even directed towards me. It's directed at y'all. So I can only imagine when someone's talking about some shit, they have no clue what they're talking about. Furthermore, when someone's saying something, you know they wouldn't say to your face. At all. Not to mention, you guys are some of the greatest athletes in the world and some of the most competitive people in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things, like someone's poking at you, the human being in you is going to be like, hold up a second, man. Like You just ain't going to talk to me like that. Exactly. I understand why a lot of times athletes react the way they react. Mm-hmm. It's a lose-lose, though. Every time. it's a lo- You will not win that situation. You never win. 
You'll never, as much as it feels good to be in that war and to be in that path. But here's the thing, though, P. Right, rappers do it all the time. They get commended for it when they troll mm. someone. They they repost it mm-hmm. on on. 50's Shade made a room. career out of it. 50's yep. made a career out yep. of it. I mean, not that not that I'm comparing. I'm I'm just saying entertainers. No, I get it. We entertain. We're there for the fans to buy tickets and watch us and play and entertain. I get it. Rappers are the same way. They're treated differently. I get there's a cultural stigma and there's different things yep. that go about it. I'm just I'm just painting a picture for you guys to see and see how we feel as opposed to other other people. That's no, it. No, it's it's fair, man. Look, the whole social media is a whole different beast, right? And the crazy thing is, there's no, it's like Bitcoin. Like, there's no regulation. <laughs> it's like, you can't, you don't even know who you're talking to. You can't, like, hey, there's no profanity on Twitter. Nah, no, there isn't. You can nah, write whatever you want. Nah, like, there's no, there's no government for Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless they see something that, you know, you have to post the news, they're going to, they're going to, yeah, no, nah, I, like, I would just say, my rule is always very simple and it's got me this far. I just try to never react. Yeah. I try to never react. Um, but I my with that being said, I understand how and why athletes and entertainers have those moments. Um, you're human, and no one likes anyone coming at them, and no one likes anyone coming for them. So, exactly. um, so I get it, man. But the flip side mm-hmm. of being a professional athlete, or being an entertainer, or being in the uh, spotlight, okay, um, is the positives that come with it. Okay. When you ask someone what's the greatest part, when you ask someone that's not an athlete or not an entertainer, what's the greatest, at least in their mind, best part about being an athlete or being famous, the first thing they say is the money. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Raiders make a, a coaching hire? 10 years, $100 million. I want you to come closer to the mic and repeat that again. A, a ten, 10 years, $100 million. $100 million. $100 million. Are you freaking kidding me by the way that's the dumbest deal i've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life <laughs> let's just establish that right now that's the dumbest deal i've ever heard in my entire life you get this guy <clears throat> excuse me you get this guy out of retirement yes was he retired was he officially retired or he just wasn't coaching i don't yeah, remember I think he was doing the unless it's the gruden i'm I, thinking of he's no, 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 the guy it's that's the doing the, the room right the absolutely room. absolutely yeah, he retired. yeah but he was retired yeah brought this guy out of retirement yep Paid him whether ten. he was retired by his own will or no or job, no job, right? Either way, right. he's retired. Yep. And you give the guy ten years, a hundred million. You don't even know if he wants to coach next year, how, let alone ten how, years. How about you paid this man like there was like this like bidding war for him, <laughs> like it was between you and the Patriots. They just like, came out and paid him whatever. Hundred million. He just made it up. Like he looked at his guy. Hundred million. <laughs> I'll take it. One billion dollars. But the Raiders, the, now backstory now, the Raiders, he was already a part of that team. He's already had success with that team. Okay. He's basically a part of the cloth of that team when he coached there in the past. Okay. And I believe he is a good coach. And I'm, I'm saying that, you know, to be funny, but I think John Gruden, he's always been one of my favorite coaches watching him, watching him on the sideline. He's very animated. Um, if you watch anything about, I saw a clip of him, like kind of just candid um cameras being around him while he was on the field and talking to the people and talking to the talking to his team very animated he's very blunt with his team um and and I like that about him I like that about his character I think I think coaches need to be like that I think he comes from that coach Coughlin kind of cloth to where he tells it like it is he doesn't sugarcoat anything 
and and you know and he you he exudes that with everything that he does and as a player you respect that because you're like yo this guy has my back he's going to keep it 100 with me no matter what good bad or indifferent and i can respect him for that and i can come into work every day knowing i'm going to get the real out of him and everyone everyone that's a part of his staff and i think that's why they hired him listen man i didn't i didn't cut you off cuz it's your show 100 million dollars <laughs> b yes that's a lot of it, red it's yo. literally the definition of 0 to 100 it's crazy 100 million dollars and he hadn't he ain't even thrown a football yo i would love to see how many coaches are currently coaching mm-hmm. on a 10 year like it's their 10th year like that doesn't even happen by the way if coach k at duke isn't even on a 10 year deal no one else. A hundred million dollars? <laughs> oh my god. Sheesh. Um speaking of coaches, you saw I didn't I I didn't see the game, but I saw you have something? I'm pulling up Sean Payton's dance right now. Is that what you're about to That's talk about? That's where I'm going. Did you see this? Hey. No, don't hey, do that. No. Uh-uh. Get it. Hey, no. <laughs> hey. Yo, he was getting it though. No. no. He, he was getting For those it. Those of you who didn't see. Wait, is there audio on this? There's it? audio. Hey. No. Hey. Don't encourage that, Look man. At hey. Do not. Hey. He just pulled a hamstring. <laughs> Do not encourage that, man. Yo, he got a two arms in oh front. He was getting God. it. Not he okay. wasn't getting it? No, he was not getting it. <laughs> he was not. Players ain't shit either. Yo, any New Orleans Saints players listening to this podcast, y'all ain't shit for like putting a battery in your coach's back, man. That was crazy. Yo, he came out of nowhere. He wanted to be in the video. He had no idea this was live, by the way. Someone is on live, IG which live. Is, which is dangerous, by Very the way. dangerous. The Aren't there rules in, in the NFL what you can't like post? No, not for the locker room. You just can't you can't post anything like an hour and a half before the game or something. Okay. Like an hour before the game, you can't post, you can't tweet, you can't do That's anything. That's a rule? That's a rule. Oh, shit, okay. A thousand percent. And if you okay. do, you'll be fined. Okay. Um, in the locker room post-game, you can go live? You can go. <laughs> what if I'm changing in the back room, like getting out of my jockstrap? Somebody got to yell out, yo, go on live. Like, there's got to be a disclaimer out there. Nah, yeah, I'm yeah, not okay I've been a part that, of that. Man. I've been I'm a part not. of that. <laughs> I'm not okay I've with that. I've been a part of that. That is not okay, Coach Payton. This is hilarious. If anybody hasn't seen this, please pull this up. It's or don't. Like a, or hey, don't. <laughs> yo, he's getting it still running, guys. It's looping right now. Yo, he did like a half a lawnmower, and then he he almost dropped it low one time, my G. No, ridiculous. That was amazing. Speaking of ridiculous. Okay. This guy's ridiculous. How up to date are you on Lithuania basketball? I have zero. No- they play basketball there? I don't even I don't. Even, nor do I care. Uh, I don't even care. That's probably a better question. I don't do you care. care. Um, but you did hear, before you get into me. that. Talk to me. You did hear that they're not. He, that, like I don't know what Lavar does that he just goes to these teams and be like, "All right, I'm running the show now." They're not playing in whatever tournament that they usually play in. They're playing in a big baller brand classic in Lithuania. That's five games with all the top Lithuanian teams playing in this classic. Well, I think that's been exaggerated a little bit. What? Because that's what I, I read. Yeah, yeah that, that's I what's know. been out there. I okay. think. I think. And and you know the good folks are uninterrupted. Shout out to everybody over there. Um, may fact check this and 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 say I'm wrong, but what I was told is they haven't pulled out of their league. Okay. They're just playing in, a, in another tournament. And then they play... Where they're playing second division teams, which is like normally younger players, like 18, 19, 20-year-old guys. So it's basically like they set up like a Christmas tournament when you were in high school. Okay, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Really what it is, it's a land grab. It's money. 
Okay. Right? So it's five more games. They're going to show them on Facebook Live. I, think, I saw that. Like They're that. going to stream it live on Facebook. It's about getting as much money as possible. That's all that is. And Lithuania's looking at it like, oh, y'all going to get us more coverage? Yeah. Come cool. on down. Yeah, cool. come on down. So a couple of things with this, right? Let me start. Let me preface this by saying I want the Ball family, including the dad, the mom, and the three sons, to get as much money as possible. You better get it now. To win, to do all of it. Mm-hmm. I want Zoe to be an all-star in Olympic. Mm-hmm. I, I don't hate on anyone. It doesn't stop my shine, my paper, anything, or anybody on our crew. Yep. I want them to be super success- successful. So, yep. about, so what I'm about to say isn't hate. Did you see the footage of them getting off the plane at the airport? Into in Lithuania. Lithuania yeah. with coming into all the media. Yep. The dad, it looked like he'd won an NBA championship. Mm-hmm. Both arms up in the air, yeah, being boisterous and all this. The two Couldn't kids, even see his kids. When you did see them, it looked like they were shitting on themselves. <laughs> Scared to death. Like it hit them like, oh shit, we're in Lithuania. Yeah, this is different. They did interviews with um, ESPN. They came out today, I believe. Mm-hmm. Individual interviews. So the younger ball, Jello, and the father. Um. I didn't see the Jello one. I didn't see the father one. I just saw the uh, Lamelo. Why they put that kid in front of a microphone? I don't know. That's one, right? And I'm giving him the benefit because he's it's not. And his he's fault. like he's 17. 16. He's 16. Man. He's supposed to be a junior in high school. That's crazy. That's not his fault. They asked him. They asked him, "What is your day to day like here now that you're in Lithuania?" He said, and I quote, "I get up at 8 a.m. I have breakfast." Then I go back and lay down and watch movies till it's time to practice. No, he didn't say that. Quoted. Where's school? Is he homeschool? School. I thought he was going to be home. Nah, nah, that's the old plan. Big baller, baby. Nah, there's no homeschool. Lithuania basketball. Wow. Let's table school for a second. Mm-hmm. You're a pro athlete. You're not going to go get shots up. You're not going to go lift weights. You're not going to do gonna anything. Go work on your conditioning. You're not going to. By the way, you're going to go lay it down till practice. By the way, did you see? I saw a clip on Instagram of their first practice. Did you see this? Yo, it looked like they was playing foosball. <laughs> yo, my boy Mark was shot. Yo, shout out. Oh, shout out. Oh, he's spilling 1942. Uh, What's know, going on here, P? This stop, isn't your first stop. rodeo, I gotta stop sir. Checking. I gotta stop checking, man. I'm more upset that I spilt it than that I spilt it. <laughs> all bad. All bad. Right I'm just yeah, gonna continue. Yeah, I'm gonna continue. Shout out to my guy, Mark Rashad. Uh, if anybody um, follows him on IG, Mark, on, I think you it's love Mark. Your players, boys, man. You, you already know. Players, Shout out to man. my guys. He <laughs> commented under that video. He said, "Man, if you don't get this bad YW, YMCA run out of here, V, like, what is this? Yo, I saw someone, it was really bad. I saw someone comment. They do know they can dribble the basketball, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> yo, someone commented. Yo, they do know they can dribble the basketball over there, right? It was really bad. Yo, it yo. was. So, it was like hot potato." It was bad. I'm just like, what is this? What are we watching? I've had basketball practices at Patterson Catholic High School that look way more competitive than that. They asked the kid, what's your day-to-day like? And the kid said, I get up at 8, I eat breakfast, I go back and lay down and watch movies. <laughs> lay it down. Yeah, lay it down Catch and watch up movies. on El Chapo. Til, til That's what he's doing. He's til catching practice. up on El Chapo. Ask him if he watched the new Dave Chappelle special. <laughs> Maybe you caught that. Then they ask him, they ask him, hey, okay, so... They had a game yesterday. You guys didn't go. Why didn't you go? He says, and it might be the real reason, but why say this? Oh, that we were going to go, 
but they wouldn't let the cameras in, so we decided not to do it. <laughs> what? You then, know that's what it's all about. You know, they're not moving no, of course if they're not, not filming all of, of that, Of course B. not. Then the reporter proceeds to ask him. Oh, boy. Okay, so you guys didn't go, did you watch the game? Nope. He goes, so you didn't see the game and on TV nothing? Nah, saw a couple of highlights. The reporter goes, so you do realize they lost by 60. <laughs> he goes, no way. what? Yeah, they lost by 60, almost 60 points. He goes, oh, no, I didn't see that. He goes, so what did you think? He goes, well, maybe they practice different than they play. I don't know. I didn't see them play. We'll see well, when I... Well, we've seen them practice. What? And we know exactly why they lost by Yo, 60. Son, when they said they were going to Lithuania, I saw an ex-player say, sometimes when they show up to practice, the coach said, we're not playing basketball. They were playing soccer. <laughs> Yo, I can't, man. Come on, B. I can't. Somebody said it's dark 18 hours a day in Lithuania. <laughs> they said the coach sells meat out of his trunk in the Come parking lot. Come on, No, that's B. facts. Get Go, to bleach. Go to Bleacher Report. I'm not doing this the with you The coach sells meat out of his trunk after practice. Is it kosher meat? I, I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. It's the SEC. <laughs> it's Division One football. Oh, my God. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, man. So just when you thought the fuckery couldn't get any worse. Okay. Did some, you there's see more. Today? There's <laughs> more. Oh, oh we're just getting started, baby. I'm sweating. Yo, did you see the Better Business Bureau? Bureau I did see this. Yeah, came out and they gave. It's funny. Better Business Bureau Triple B's gave Big Baller <laughs> Brand Triple B's an F rating. It says the lowest rating you can get and the lowest rating they've ever given. Oh my god! And this is based off what? What is this? It's tally? based off consumers calling and complaining. Gotcha. Strictly consumer feedback on. On the service, the product, what they've received. One dude said he's a size 10. He got a 14. <laughs> Don't want to make it work. That's amazing. Yo, come on, man. That's amazing. Yo, it's the most ridiculous thing it's ever. bad, man. I was talking to, to a friend. And these sneakers are $500. <laughs> like, let's be clear. These sneakers are $495 US dollars, dog. Yo, I was talking to someone, a friend of the show who will remain nameless, and he said, how can you, like, Start a sneaker brand with no infrastructure. Like who's who's putting these shoes in boxes? Lamelo. Who's <laughs> that's who's putting shoes in the boxes? That's what he does after breakfast. After shoot practice. around, Lonzo got to get his shift too. What do you think? Yo, after shoot around, you got so some work ridiculous. to do. Speaking of which, did you see um, what the dad, the baller dad, Lavar, said about Luke Walton? Oh yeah, he said uh, the team ain't playing for him right now, or you know he's They've not given a good up coach. on him. He's not a so good coach. So Luke Walton said it was great. It was incredible, amazing. What do you say? Tell the people. So Luke Walton, they asked him uh, post after the game or whatever. They said you subbed Lonzo out early in the second and fourth quarter, or something like yeah. that. Earlier than usual. Any reason earlier why? than usual? Yeah. Is there any reason why you you subbed him out? And he said his father was talking shit, so I subbed him out early. <laughs> that was the best was answer the best. he could have given. And then he said, "No, I'm just kidding." But that was. He knew that that was a thing, yep. but it's not a big thing for them. It's not an issue for the Lakers. I think they love Luke Walton. But you saw what Lonzo said. They said, you know, I come here and coach for whoever's going to coach. I, I don't come here to choose who to, who's going to be the coach or something along those lines. I, I honestly, Which is probably the wrong thing yes, to say. Yes. It's just like you got to... But he's Stand, in a tough spot. But he's in a Vic, tough spot. I because get it. he's in a tough it. spot. Because if he says, it's his dad yeah, if he and says, it's his I love, I love coach," then he's shitting on his dad yeah, in a way. Exactly. His dad's putting him in a spot, man, and it's, it's like tough, man. The kid just wants to play ball. That's it. And that's why I was proud that Braun came out in support of Lonzo because mm -hmm. he was like, "If you think about it, the kid hasn't said anything." 
Nothing. That's my thing. He just wants to play ball. That's my thing. It's not – none of the things that are happening are to boost the pockets or the morale or to put their sons in, a, in an amazing light. It's all about putting his sons on a pedestal, which is cool to do as a father, yep. but not – not not good, bad, and indifferent. Not yep. you're supposed to put your kids up in good only. Yep. He's putting them in tough places with their organizations, with their colleges at one point, with their professional teams now. Like they're in they're in some tough spots right now. My issue is I I agree with everything you said. And if you had just stopped at he's trying to put his kids up on a pedestal and provide for them, great. Amazing. Dad, dad of the year. Of course. My issue is he refuses to let them get the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Like, why is he on stage with a jersey at the fucking press conference in Lithuania? That's crazy. Is he playing? And he said, I'm coming out of retirement. Yeah, like, why, why, why is it about you? Let your kids shine. Stand in the back and let them shine. That's it. It's about them. Your, kid's gotta, your, your kid, Zoe, has got to go into that Laker locker room every day. You think you're making his life easy by saying his coach can't coach and lost the team? I think he got a good... I think Alonzo uh, got a good taste of what the NBA is going to be about or what it was going to be about mm. in his first game against Patrick Beverly. Yeah, that got different. That got real different real quick, too, because Patrick Beverly don't care about none of that big baller brand. <laughs> he don't care about none of that. Nothing. He ready to go in. Nothing. So we'll see how it turns out. I think I, I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck. Him. I want to see what they do in Lithuania. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to see what they do in Lithuania. I'm excited about it too. Are you going to stream it live on Facebook? At, I don't even have Facebook. It's at 10, 19 a.m. on like Tuesday morning. I want to see if the coach is really selling meat out of his trunk. That's, that's, really a, that's wild. That's, I can't. <laughs> You're fed up. I can't condone yelling. that. Hey, so um, switching gears a little bit, you know, before we get out of here, um, Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Did you see them last night? I watched a good chunk of it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it gets a little snoozy yep, after a while, yep. but uh, I watched Oprah. I watched. But that, what I loved the most was that they the women um, decided to wear all black. And a lot of the men. And a lot of the men, men as well. Solidarity. A lot of the men yep. as well. Um, to wear all black t- to show... Solidarity. Solidarity for yep. women's rights. And yep. pretty much, I didn't just take it as women's rights. I took it as everything. Yeah, like the time, Time's Up was the time's whole Time's Up was yep. the whole movement for the thing. And I love that. And Oprah was one of the spearheads to get that thing going for the Golden Globes. Did you see her speech? Her speech was amazing. Moving. Amazing. From the beginning, I felt like I was. Word. I felt like I was watching like her show again. You know, when she gets excited and it's like a whole thing. It it was moving. I think. You know what, man? Not to get too political. We don't. We don't really touch the politics all that much. Um. This world's become a little wacky. A little, right? I'm trying to be, you know, politically correct. Yeah, but we don't um, talk politics. Yeah, yet, it, so it's 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 become a little wacky and. People just saying crazy shit, and it's become about like whoever says it louder is is that must be the exactly, truth. Exactly, yeah. You know, um, and there's a little bit not to sound too corny. I think there's a little bit of like like compassion has been lost. Right? Mm-hmm. When you think of Obama, loved him, hated him, great president, terrible president, the best, the worst, whatever. He was a compassionate man, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think to be a human being. Shit, not even to mention president. That needs to be like the foundation. Exactly. Right? At a minimum, if you have nothing else, you have compassion. And the noise has gotten so loud that that's become normal. It's become normal to just say crazy shit, say the craziest shit, call people names, you know, shit on people. That's become normal. It's almost like if you don't do it, you don't win. Exactly. To hear Oprah speak as eloquently as she did last night. 
Um, it just felt great, man. You know what I'm saying? It felt great to hear her get her point across without shitting on anyone. To hear her talk about um, how she was moved as a young girl um, with Sidney Poitier when he was the yep. first African-American to win that award. Yep. And how it wasn't lost on her that there may be some young lady watching, some little girl watching, being inspired by her being the first African-American female to win exactly. it. Exactly. That was the dopest part, man. It was super dope to me. Um, it was touching, man. I think I think uh, we need more of that. 100%. You know what I'm saying? We need more of that. And uh, the whispers started getting a little louder of uh, Oprah for President Oprah, 2020. I saw that. I saw that. Peter Rosenberg, shout out to Rosenberg, friend of the show. He said, uh, "He said, can I vote for Oprah for 2020 now? I vote like, for, I vote for her twice. I would. I voted yesterday. I don't even She's, know if it was possible. Here's the crazy. I think she'd win. I think she'd absolutely win. Imagine Oprah's it's crazy. They showed a. They showed an interview. I saw it on Twitter. I'll send it to you. I saw. I saw it on Twitter this morning, mm-hmm. and they showed an interview she did. I believe it was like the week her Oprah Winfrey show was gonna air. Okay." She's obviously a baby, like, um, and she was doing it. I don't want to say the wrong name, so I won't say it, but she was doing it with someone who has since been accused of one of the sexual harassment things. Gotcha. So it just adds to it. Like, go back 25, 30 years ago, however long ago that was. Okay. And the guy interviewing I think her. I, I think I remember who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the guy interviewing her is someone that recently was accused of. Yep. Which is sexual wild, right? Which is crazy way. within itself. And the, the guy asked her. So your show, do you think it's going to be successful? And she goes, yes, the show will be successful. And he doubles down and goes, well, what if it isn't? She goes, it will be. But if it's not, I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Because I believe in, and she's talking about her beliefs, and it was just like, yo, she called this shit. She pointed Years to the fence. Ago. She and pointed to the fence and I'm going to hit a home run. I hit, And she smacked it. And here we are, 30 years, whatever it is later, She's giving that speech. I mean, shit. If she ain't look presidential, I don't know what presidential is. Yo, but when you, you ain't even peep at the end, she raised her voice and gave the presidential yeah. thumb index yeah. finger joint. <laughs> yeah, you already know yeah, what I'm talking course, about. Like yeah, that you joint, you go. Obama had a, Obama had a yes. woo, yeah. and he get a, he got a little lean yeah. at the podium <laughs> yeah. too. He leaning into that right it's hand like point. Half Tiger, mm-hmm. MJ. Yep. yep. Half. T- English teacher, Miss Casca, like, ninth grade. Half like I'm holding a ninja star and I'm about to flip yes, it at you kind yes. of vibe. Half I have a spatula. If you guys don't sit there, like it's like, it's mm-hmm. very presidential. And everybody even felt presidential because no. they got up. They got up like oh, and started and there was clapping. people in the room like Denzel was like, oh, was like, oh shit. I'm going to stand yeah, this up. Is different. Yeah, this, this is different. This is different. It was, uh, and it that was, was the part for me that was like, okay, this is... This has a different energy. I got low-key goosebumps talking about it right now, to be honest with you, yeah. because it was such a moving speech and it came from the it, it couldn't have come from any other person than Oprah. I agree. And I mean, I, I I wouldn't be shocked if she comes out and says she's running for president. Wow. I wouldn't be shocked. What a moment that would be. I mean for what I mean we've already seen I mean an African American president and then you go first female president and so female and African American. American. Holy but shit. But think about the transition, right? We got Obama, first black president, and we have Donald Trump continue on. Bozo. <laughs> and then right after that, you have the first black female president, and then Donald Trump is sandwiched in that Oreo. He, 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 I love he, it. He commits suey. I love it, dog. He drink some bleach. Put him in that Oreo, please. Nah, it's it's gonna be interesting. I I, I uh, 
for the first time in a long time, I was inspired last night hearing someone 100%. speak. One hundred percent. Before we go, I gotta say, and I, I kind of mentioned this to you a little bit ago, because you are my brother, because we have the relationship we have on and off air. I sometimes forget that people actually listen to our show. Yeah, I think I, it's me because we have these conversations whether the mic's here, whether not. I don't listen to my show. Right, I've never listened to a show. Right, isn't <laughs> it's that crazy? Just weird. It's weird. Weird to hear know. my voice. Um, but more and more recently, I've been reminded by people I bump into, like, 100%. "Yo, I listen to the show." One hundred percent. And I'm like, "How? Huh, what show?" <laughs> yeah, right. Like, so, so I wanna, I wanna take this moment to thank all our listeners. We thank y'all, man. I wanna, and it happens everywhere. Yeah, like, everywhere. I wanna give it's a growing. shout out to. I was at a Sixers game, and the Sixers photographer was like, "Hey, love the show." That's dope. He may or may not have said, "I need more airtime." That oh, you, 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 you're like stifling. How much my... did you pay him? Did you pay him anything? He's a professional. Yeah. Okay. He's yep. a pro. Um, him, whether it's being in Miami, you call him a scam artist. <laughs> whether it's being in Miami and walking into Kith, that's like family. Yep. And the guy at the door saying, "Yo, what happened to the show? I work out to you guys." And blah that's blah crazy. blah. Super that's crazy, dope. right? That's dope. But the one that messed me up the most was, I think I told you this, mm-hmm. my high school guidance counselor. Yeah, you told me that, Jackie Sutton. What's up, Jackie? Jackie, what's up? I call her Mrs. Sutton. I don't care if I'm 90 years old; she'll always be Mrs. Sutton. <laughs> She's like, I listened to your show with Victor. That's crazy. And I'm like, did I curse? Oh <laughs> A my lot. god, what did I say on that? Because I'm still like so respectful. I'm like, oh my god, what did I curse? What did Miss Sutton? Yeah, here? what did Miss Sutton here? Like, oh my god, like so. It's dope for anyone that comes up to me. I know it happens to you. Um, to anyone that listens to the show, keep listening, man. Tweet us, comment. Tell us who you want on the show. Tell us what you want to talk about. Yeah, anything, man. This show ain't shit without y'all. So I just, coming into the new year, wanted to say, you know, thanks to everybody for listening and for showing so much love in the street. Absolutely. Man. You know, so. Absolutely. We appreciate y'all. I think that's our time. First too, man. show, 2018. First show, 2018. In new the show, same me. Yeah, I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. We thank y'all, man. Another episode in the books. First one in 2018. We appreciate y'all. And remember, go play in the mirrors, brother. It's the SEC. It's the SEC. <laughs> We're getting out of here, man. We're having too much fun today. Holla. Peace. Peace.